listening to The Doctor's Companion, brought to you by InStockTrades.com and DCBService.com. Welcome to another episode of The Doctor's Companion. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm, I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. <laughs> and I'm Nick Jimenez. And today on the show, uh, we'll be talking about the 12th Doctor story, Kill the Moon, all at once, uh, just together. You'll have to figure it out. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, a mystery. Yeah, we're not we're not going to take turns anymore. We're all just going to talk all at once. Uh <laughs> But uh, but yeah, but before before we uh, before we talk about the show with uh, with any sort of major spoilers or anything, I, uh, as we like to do, I want to check the temperature of the room. So, uh, Cassandra, let's start with you. What did you think of Kill the Moon? Um, that that was a thing that happened, I guess. Um, I don't know. I it was kind of all over the place for me. Um, at points I just wasn't interested at all. At some points I was like, what am I watching? And then at other points I was really invested. So it's kind of, it's kind of a weird episode. Um, and I, I don't know. I like the end, but, eh, I guess. All right. Uh, Nick? I was very lukewarm about it until the last, literally I, I, I checked uh, the last 23 minutes. And then I actually really, really uh, enjoyed it. And when I found out, like, oh, that's what this is about, I, I thought it was a really provocative concept. And it's kind of the speculative science fiction that I really enjoy when Doctor Who goes into. And then it ends in a very interesting place. I'm not sure if it's as earned or definitive as it thinks it's going to be, especially considering... Um, you know, Doctor Who has a history of being like, everything's different the next episode they go on a train. Uh, so, and we'll talk about that in spoilers, but yeah, there was some really cool imagery, and I liked the idea that the episode ended up being about, I think it could have been, I wish it had been compelling from beginning to end, it was kind of just, um, it was another Doctor Who meets Alien, as in like Alien the movie, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which we've seen like dozens and dozens of times throughout New Who. And so it was kind of, and anyway, I have a lot to say about that. Um, I'm interested in this new writer's ver- vision of Doctor Who. I think he really comes out with some big ideas about not just space and humanity, but also the Doctor. And I would be down to see this guy write more episodes, but I, I, I would be remiss if I said I hope they are better than Kill the Moon. Uh, yeah, I didn't, uh, I didn't really like it. Um, I, I like that, la- those last two scenes, I thought they were good, but like Nick said, I don't think that they were completely earned, uh, despite being good in a vacuum. Um, and I thought that the whole metaphor of the story was really ham fisted and kind of painful, like, like just eye rolling painful. Um, so I don't know. Um, not not uh not my favorite thing 
Um, and I, you know, and I still like, I get to the end of this and I'm just, and I'm just like, so, so why was Courtney in this? I don't. Oh no, Courtney did not. Courtney, what, 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 why, how? Yeah. Like, like the, like the only thing I can, I can figure out is that, um, because of what happens near the, in those last 20 minutes, like Courtney then becomes Clara's companion, I guess. Um, but even that, I, I, I just, I don't. It, it felt like a like a like a bad means to an end, I guess. Um, it just felt a little lazy. I, I thought the whole episode was lazy and ham fisted, um, and and unearned. So <laughs> even the good thing of in it was unearned. So okay, so we'll uh, we've got. I, I think we've got uh interesting opinions on this one and we'll get to them in full spoilers but before we do uh dcbservice.com is the site that lets you pre-order all your monthly comic books and collectibles at discount your local comic book shop just can't compete with use dcbs to place your orders two months in advance and get discounts of 40 percent off and special discounts up to 50 percent off so place an order as big or small as you like ship monthly bi-weekly or weekly with flat rate shipping of only 6.95 every time an order goes out thanks to dcbservice.com also instocktrades.com is the site that lets you purchase any Hardcover or paperback graphic novel collection that's currently in print at massive discounts of 25 to 47% off. And if that's not good enough for you, check back on Wednesdays for new release specials of 50% off every single week. And remember, all orders over $50 get free shipping. So thanks to InStockTrades.com. Sex criminals. Sure. Just saying. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, a, it's a good comic. That's He's not just saying the phrase sex criminals. <laughs> no. <laughs> It's a comic called Sex Criminals. Okay, anyway, um uh so so Kill the Moon, I don't I mean the metaphor, guys. Like it it was an egg, Scott. Uh I mean the, cuz the whole episode ends up being a metaphor for abortion. Um and how and like the doctor leaves cuz he's the only man and you know like, "Oh, I'm a man, so I don't have any right to be here for this" decision of abortion and then he leaves and then the women are left behind in the scene so it's just like three women talking about whether or not they should abort this fetus and Courtney's uh, on Courtney's on Tumblr yeah and (laughs) and then uh and then uh Clara uh, you know chooses life despite the fact that the planet chooses a choice I guess I don't know and uh and and then the doctor's like good good for you you chose life that's that was the right choice and i just i was just i just couldn't stop rolling my eyes um it was oh my god it was so ham-fisted like i i just couldn't i uh i couldn't handle it i don't know i no you know you know what's hilarious what i did not pick that up at all really yeah. Yeah. But now that you mention it, I'm like, oh, that's uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> that's it's a thing where it's just like I it's it's one thing to have that metaphor, it's another to make it this ham fisted. Like Yeah. Oh man. Wow. Um I don't know. This uh it it makes the whole episode made me uncomfortable. Like once I realized that's what they were doing, I was like I was just really skeeved out, like the whole the oh whole my episode. God. And then the doctor is like ignoring their. Wi- oh, that's so. Oh, I'm I'm queasy. Like, <laughs> finish, your really Fini- finish your thought. Finish your thought. No, because the doctor is like the only man, and then he's like, meh, whatever. Yep. Ignore you. Yep. Oh. Also, also, it's written and directed by men. 
Of course. Uh. Yeah, which is just, I mean, you know, I, I just, I have a real problem with this. Wow. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, it's a very mansplainy kind of episode. Um, it's like, it's like simultaneously mansplainy while also being like, overly progressive like it's it's weird it's we like it's weird because it's like oh i'm gonna leave because i don't have a right in this decision but then at the end he's like you chose correctly you did it yeah you, lived yeah, up you to, did it you, you lived up to my expectations yeah so it's still it's still oh bad my God. <laughs> there's like a part of it that's progressive and then the other part is like yeah let's just go ahead and get rid of the progressive part and <laughs> although is that somewhat again corrected or at least acknowledged by Clara kind of ex- kind of really exploding on the doctor in a very definitive violent way. I mean, I think so. I do I do think so, but at the same time she's going to be back and everything's going to be hunky dory again. The, thing. The, next, yeah. the next one's about a mummy on a train. Yeah. I do like that they didn't put her in the preview though. Yes. To make you think, "Oh, maybe she's not in it." Uh, I mean, I guess theoretically it could be a companion light story. It could be like this this season's companion light story, which would be interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, I don't really believe that. Uh, so I don't know. Uh, I don't know, you guys. I don't know. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but like it's it's a bummer because like – the end. It's like, oh, it flew away, and there's a new moon. Yeah, it was so... Humanity. It, uh, and I was like, oh, that's cute. Okay. But where did the moon... I don't know. Well, but that's what, that's, that's, <laughs> what, that's what he's explaining, is that if you abort a child, the child could never do the, all the things that it's meant to do. Oh, my God. Like, yeah. Like, make a new moon. Yeah. Like, make a new Ooh. moon and be responsible in a, in a roundabout way for all of these great things and cure cancer (sighs) i will say i guys a little we weird tmi thing about me um i am obsessed with far away zoomed out images of monsters (laughs) Um, very specific it is extremely i don't know if that's tmi it's just very it's extremely specific and that's why i was was expecting this i was expecting this to take a dark turn oh god no 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 Um, i thought you were gonna be like a little tmi but you know i I am actually pro i'm actually pro-life twist I was, I was getting really tense there for a second. No, no, no. Okay, but no, I, I've always, I, there's something about a fuzzed out, faraway image of like Nessie or an alien or like a sea mm. monster that just it gives me freaking like goosebumps. You yeah, know? I just I love monsters, and so I don't know the idea of a monster being out of focus and far away somehow makes it look more realistic. Because it's like that's how we would actually see the Loch Ness monster, or like Cloverfield, or Godzilla. So just that image of the moon creature waking up and flying away, and you could hear its orca cry. I was so yeah. geeking out over that. Do you shot. do you think here? Here's one thing I'll say. Do you think uh, do you think the the moon monster was a space whale? You know that's a really interesting theory, and I that makes me happy. And yeah. I like that you could just make out enough of it to where it could look like anything. Yeah. But the doctor did say that it was the first of its kind. But the doctor also hates soldiers now. 
So continuity's kind of had its day. <laughs> oh. Well, didn't, uh... Okay, so the space the space whale was the last of its kind, right? Yeah. Oh, uh, maybe this was the first space whale. Yeah. Well, because the space whale story, like, Beast Below is from the far future. That's true. So... Um, but yeah, I just, and like the, uh, the idea of the, of the moon being an egg is such a cool idea. I was like, oh, it is. It is. When they, when they said that, I was like, oh, cool. I was like, that like, is so freaking The science does not check out at all. No. It's awesome. It's really cool. And like, uh, and like the little, the, the, the geo scan of the creature, like in a little ball was so creepy and provocative. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 I'm a sucker for monsters, guys, especially giant monsters. Um, so, yeah. yeah, that was really cool. It sucked that it became like, like a big Taco Bell bag of metaphors, just greasy <laughs> and like, like stomach ache inducing. But <laughs> accurate, <laughs> accurate. Also, um, I'm maybe I'm just maybe this is me being a bit thick, but the scene with the doctor on the beach, like the pained monologue about man reaching the stars, like the farthest edges of the universe. And then his eyes are like closed in pain. Like, what was I the only one confused about that? No, I have no idea what was going on. <laughs> like, I don't. I, I was like, that's. I, I was waiting for the payoff of that weird acting choice from Capaldi, and then it never came, and I was very confused. I was like, don't you like that we do that? Yeah, because Ten was always like, oh, you beautiful people in your spaceships, you're fantastic. <laughs> yeah, so I, was like, I don't know. That's weird. Um, that scene though, I guess it should be noted that, uh, that is the scene that they filmed on Lanzarote, which was, uh, yeah, that's where they, that's where they filmed the planet of fire, uh, the episode planet of the fire, um, Sarn, the planet Sarn. Uh, so we did not get a planet of fire sequel. It was just a place for a beach, I guess. Did they? But did they also film the moonscape there too? Because that would make sense. Well, maybe. Oh, the episode. The, the episodes on the moon landscape were really beautiful. Yeah, they yeah. were. I also liked the spider germs. I liked the way they looked. They were like a combination of, like, they were like they're like attack the block spiders. Yeah, I was about to say they were kind of big gorilla wolf mother effers. Yeah. <laughs> When when he was like, oh, they're germs, I started laughing for no reason. Yeah. Because I was like, giant space germs. Okay, this is where this episode's going. Also, and yeah. it tur- like, took a complete 180, and I was like, oh, the moon's an egg. Okay. There's an like, ep- oh, there's a, there's a version of this episode where they just don't preach, and it's just like, the moon's an egg, and there's germ spider monsters protecting it, and we gotta stop it. Like, it would have been so cool. Yeah. Ah. <sighs> Yeah, like, or or even better, the moon is an egg, and the germ spider monsters are attacking it, and we have to stop them and oh, protect the egg. And then we have to watch the moon hatch. Yeah, that's cool. That'd be cool. <sighs> yeah, it's a much like better that. than a than a ham fisted abortion metaphor. Ugh. Oh my god! I wonder if they even thought about that though. Oh, they had to have. They had to have. The doctor leaves. Why else would the doctor leave? And like, yeah. and, and specifically, all of the male characters die except the doctor, and then he leaves. Yeah, that's yeah. It's it's too it's way too like set up for that not to be what they were trying to do. Can we make? Can someone on 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 the internet listeners? Can one of you make like a YouTube <laughs> video honoring the 
stern, authoritative female astronauts that have like given their lives to Doctor Who over the years. <laughs> <laughs> there are so many. <laughs> just, just like clips of them played over a Sarah McLachlan song. <laughs> I don't trust you yet, but I will in forty-two minutes. <laughs> I just, I'm, I'm over it. I mean, like. And, like, the astronauts getting picked off one by one. Like, how how many times can we do this? Yeah, it's a problem. Like, it really is. Because it just, it just comes off as feeling super repetitive. Yeah, and especially like, from a new writer. I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's probably – that's I mean, that's the thing, right? You get a new writer, either the writer is going to do one of two things. They're either going to do something you've never seen before or they're going to do, like, Doctor Who Greatest Hits. Because it's the first time they ever get to write Doctor Who and they're like, oh, I'm going to write a Doctor Who story. And it's just like every other one. Except the moon's an egg, (laughs) I guess. And, I mean, that's what got him the job. I mean, it was like the moon's an egg. And Moffat was like, oh, here's your paycheck. You're Speak yeah. in my Can you life? imagine that pitch session though? Like, all right, show me what you got. The moon is an egg. Done. Done. Write it. Mark. Mark. <laughs> get this guy the jacket. He gets the jacket now. Yeah. <laughs> Not uh, a lot of people get to wear this jacket. You're in very esteemed company. <laughs> I did like. Uh, I did like the the female astronaut. Uh, when 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 Courtney's like, oh, I'm posting those pictures on Tumblr, and she's like, oh, my granny used to post on Tumblr. <laughs> <laughs> that was cute. I was also like, that's going to be reblogged a lot. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, um, yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. Um. Was I the only one really? Okay. I I actually was. I almost went back and watched the end of the Caretaker. What what the hell was like? You said she wasn't special, Doctor, and she was like, "Call me special." Like, what what the heck was I, that? I I just assumed it was something that happened in between the two episodes. Yeah, which is fan, which is fantastic storytelling. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. The reason she's here is because of something that we are only going to talk about in the past. Right. Times. I mean, it's like it's the Iron Man two problem, right? Yeah, like. Oh, this thing is kill. This thing that saved me in the last movie is now suddenly killing me for no reason. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, oh, so you just created a problem out of nowhere, <laughs> just so you could have one. Also, the doctor now believes that some people aren't special, right? I, I, I like. Okay, I was the one that was like, bring on twelve new stuff, new attitude. Let's do this. That make him dark. But I don't know. Like the idea of the doctor thinking that certain people aren't important is just really offensive to me well he's he's still got to be the same guy he still like, has that's, to be the doctor that's the thing yeah. that i don't i don't think moffat is grasping like like does he fundamentally not understand how doctor who works like the doctor is the same person like he's always unless unless maybe that's the thing that he's we're gonna find out is that new regeneration cycle means that he's not the same person that would be really cool but that like undermines like literally 50 years of continuity and that's weird like why would you do that i don't know also- why does moffat do any of the things that he does <laughs> i i'm just i'm just trying to figure like figure out something that would make any of this make sense there's just some things that i didn't want 
to change. Like I wanted yeah. him to be different than Eleven, but I right. didn't want him to be different than the Doctor. The Doctor. Yeah. 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 And, and I mean, you know, and it could be a thing where you know he's he's just having trouble now, and maybe something happens in the two part finale that gives us our Doctor back. You know. Yeah, and, um, and what a and if and if they can pull that off, what a brave through line yeah. for the season. But, Where like the whole season becomes a regeneration story. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, that I hope that's it because I really like that. But if yeah. it's not, where like you you just get to the end and like he finally has his uh, his like Matt Smith moment at the end of Eleventh Hour yeah. where he's like I'm the Doctor, so basically run like that whole thing. He like finally gets that moment in the finale. <laughs> <laughs> I saw this. I mean, that'd be a really big fist bump moment. Um, yeah, it would. I saw it this actually po- would. I saw this poster on Tumblr today. Like someone put it on their wall and it was of 12 and it was like, I'm the doctor. I'm over 2000 years old. I've made a lot of mistakes over the years and it's time that I do something about that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, where's that season? Yeah. That's the know. season I wanted. I don't know. Like Instead him, he's just causing more problems. Yeah. Arguably more problems than 10 or 11 did. Yeah. Although they're all like minor, like character problems. Yeah. Like, it's, <laughs> it's him. It's him just being a jerk to people. Oh, that's weird. Well, step one, I don't know. And step one is making amends. Yeah, but I don't know. I did. I will say this: despite everything that is wrong with this episode, I thought Clara killed it. Like she was phenomenal. No, Clara's like, almost becoming more, more. I, 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 I'm almost like coming back to the show more for her than the Doctor at this point. Yeah, which is weird. I never thought I'd say that. But right. Jen- Jenna Coleman like just nailed this episode to the ground. Yeah. Like she just, oh, it was awesome. She, she kind of really good. She job. kind of was the audience in that last scene. Well, that's kind of that's that's her that's her deal, right? Yeah. This season, it seems. She's. Uh, I mean, we've talked about how last season she was sort of representing all companions and the role of all companions, and now this season she's playing the audience, the ultimate companion, the fandom, right. So, yeah. I don't know. Cassandra, you haven't talked a lot. I don't know. I just... <laughs> that whole metaphor thing just kind of blew my mind, and now I'm really sad. Oh. Because, <laughs> <laughs> oh, why would you do that? Uh. I don't know. Like, between last week and now this week, it's just becoming this weird alternate reality Doctor Who where everything is the same but slightly off and it's super uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I wonder uh, if this is how people felt uh, during the Sixth Doctor era. I, yeah. <laughs> See, but if they're able to pull that off to completion where he does become like a better, he learns how to be a better person and mm-hmm. then that's his arc. That's cool. And they kind of set that up with the whole I have made a lot of mistakes and I want to fix them thing, but he hasn't really fixed anything yet. Right. I don't know. It's kind of reminiscent of the first Doctor in a way where he just kind of brushes everybody off and is kind of a jerk. And Yeah. I don't know, but... Maybe, maybe, maybe it's, it has sort of, uh, like this new regeneration cycle. It, it yeah. sort of has, like, kind of reset him a little. Yeah. Um, because how did, uh, how did he feel about soldiers? How did the first doctor feel about soldiers? Or did he have an opinion that we know I of? I don't think, I'm trying to, 
don't know. It's been a while since I've watched Arnold, but I don't think he had an opinion. He was just really, you know, like, all oh, humans, what are you doing in my TARDIS? Like, how dare mm-hmm. you? And he is kind of, he kind of starts off as closer to the quintessential Time Lord, like, look, but don't touch right. kind of thing. And then, so he's standoffish and rude, and but, like, his companions make him better in the end. Right. Um, so maybe that's what they're going for with Capaldi, but then I have to wonder, like, you've been alive for over 2,000 years, why do you have to do this again? Yeah. I forgot, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> that's a big bump on the head. Right, yeah. people. <laughs> maybe they're just fridging Clara, and then in the finale, Clara will, like, explode and then how 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 great would it be if clara never comes back like like, no that that was the end like we'll never see her again (laughs) it reminded me a lot of the way tegan leaves um because i know like nobody a lot of people don't like tegan i'm one of those people but she like has enough but she's seen enough carnage i guess and she's just like no i'm done peace out so or kind of what the um, what what um oh gosh what was that episode called with the hotel rooms with Amy mm. oh god complex yeah kind of like a god complex was sort of trying to but then they kind of bailed on it yeah or or Martha Martha See, Martha's Martha... such a good like yeah. companion leaving thing yeah. Ugh. That, that, like, that little... what, a, what a just a great like a healthy companion departure. <laughs> I know. Yeah. That little monologue is just so heartbreaking, but empowering at the same time. Yeah. And Ten was just like, right, bye. <laughs> I'm sorry I couldn't get my stuff together. I really enjoy your company. <laughs> bye, not Rose. Got it. <laughs> 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 uh, Martha. Yeah. If you see Rose, can you buy? Yeah, I, I, oh, and I, I really, I really did love, I think even more so than the scene between her and the doctor in the TARDIS, I love the scene between her and, uh, and Danny. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I really liked those, those two scenes yeah. because. I don't know. They just kind of came out of nowhere, and I was like, "Oh, this is this is nice." Yeah, <laughs> Danny it's was sad, just like, "But it's nice." Yeah, and Danny's just listening to her. Like he's not like he's not like he's not saying anything. Like, oh, maybe you should try this or try this. Like he's just like, "Yeah, no, I'm just I'm just listening." And yeah, I'm just here and I'm listening. And, and you've obviously got stuff you need to get through. And he wasn't even funny. he wasn't even like. I was so worried that he was like, did he do this to, you know, like kind of flashbacks right. to the caretaker. Right. Yeah. But no, he was just kind of like, no, I mean, you're going through this thing and I, I'm here for you and I respect it. I'm not, I don't understand it. I'm not even going to try to, but I know how it's affecting you. And I was like, thank right. you. Thank you, yeah. writer, for writing a good Danny Pink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was a really good scene. But I don't know. This episode. Uh, it's it's problematic and these two episodes are really they really killed the momentum for the season for me yeah because we were on such a high for like six weeks almost yeah so hopefully mummy on the orient express isn't 
gross or offensive. Like maybe hopefully it's just fun. The bar's pretty low. Yeah, I it looks really fun. Like I that was one that I was not super looking forward to, but honestly, that trailer. Ooh. Like I was like I I was just like, okay, mummy on the Orient Express. And then it was like, oh no, it's a it's a space mummy on a space train. It's like, oh, okay. Well, that's that's better. That's better. And is this Space Irish Jaws. Space Irish yeah. Jaws. Always Space Irish Jaws. <laughs> Uh, so I was, uh, you know, all all the episode needs now is space, uh, space Brendan Fraser, and we're uh, we're good to go. God, you know, I have never seen that movie. <laughs> um, you know, if you if you have some friends over and you have some pizza yeah. and some beer, it's a great time. Especially if you're watching with people who, like me, watched it when we were ten. Yeah, and we uttered the, the first one's fun. First one's great. I love the first one. Ironically, yeah. Um, yeah. You don't ever need to see the second one. No, the second one's like okay. dumb. Especially not the third one. That literally retcons the other two movies. Oh, I hate it when that does that. Anyway. They kind of imply that the first two movies were just kind of narratives, and this is the first, re- quote, real story. Yeah. What? Yeah, because yeah, they recast the female lead. Oh. So the female the, the female lead is just like, oh, yeah, that's uh, that was the character in the book, but yeah. that's not me. And She's... None of, She's reading a book called The Mummy, and she has the book over her head, and it's like, wow, like, you know, it's it's so amazing. These adventures are all real, and then she holds the book down to reveal a different actress, and it's like, it honestly feels like it happened to a different person. Yeah. <laughs> I want to know how many people just walked out of the theater at that point. <laughs> nope. Oh, that's really funny. No. Brendan Fraser used to be so cool in 1998. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then he, he, you know, he made too many bad choices. In his life. Not yeah. even movies. Well, well, yeah, yeah. It was just like in, 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 the, his, uh, in agents, probably, really. That's probably what he did wrong. Brendan yeah. Fraser should be the next companion. Not even as a character, but just him. Just Brendan Fraser. Just Brendan Fraser. What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> Don't even tell them that they're filming anything. <laughs> the doctor's like, "Don't you see it?" And he's like, "I see green screen. I what see. are you looking at?" <laughs> it's up to you, Brendan. You have to save the universe. Oh, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> he just refers to his characters from other movies. He becomes George of the Jungle for a little while. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Best season, no. Uh, anyway, all right. Um, all right. So, final thoughts. Any, any final thoughts, Cassandra? I really feel like there, there was something else you were going to talk about, but I distracted you with with the metaphor. Um, I don't even remember now. Oh, at first I thought it was a dragon, and then I was like, "Oh my god, is are we going to get a dragon?" <laughs> Because we had Robin space dragon. It's kind of a dragon. Yes. What even is a dragon? It's a giant <laughs> lizard. We've seen the bunch of those. Yeah, I don't know. It, nah. I this episode was so all over the place, and I I don't really know where I'm at with it. Yeah. Even after talking about it, have you guys heard? Um, there's this really cool thing I heard read on the news the other day. Like, it was weird because this episode kind of like reminded me of it. But there's something growing under uh, Titan. Oh. Like, there's 
That's interesting. Yeah, like they, they, they're, they've been checking in on it over the years, and it keeps like growing in mass and and like scale. Mm. And like we, it's a black hole. Yeah, it's just a black <laughs> hole growing under Titan. <laughs> but maybe it's a moon dragon, <laughs> space whale, space whale. Maybe the moon dragons and space whales are like kind of like the Decepticons and Autobots of like the universe. <laughs> <laughs> I would watch that movie. <laughs> In a world. Oh my God. Space That's dragon. Space whale, <laughs> space whale versus moon <laughs> dragon. Episode title. Boom. We found it. Oh, man. <laughs> oh. No, I really, I really hope next week is a lot better because I'm really, really excited for Mummy on the Orient Express. Yeah. Is this a new writer as well, Scott? Uh, yeah, so, and uh, ne- next week's a new writer, and hopefully uh, hopefully we like him because he's writing the next two episodes, so. Oh, damn. Yeah. So so the next time, the next two writers of Doctor Who are this man. Is it a man? Yeah. Of course, yeah. Of course it's a man. Uh, yeah. That's a, a stupid question. <laughs> 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 you know who's show running the show, right? Yes, of course. <laughs> and um so that that dude and then Moffat? Uh no, no, there's the writer of In the Forest of the Night. Who's that? So we have three new writers this season? Yes, three new writers. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's a cool title, In the Forest of the Night. Yeah. Um I don't know, I guess I'm looking at this. It, th- theoretically next week could be a uh it could be a companion light episode, uh, and and then Flatline could be a Doctor Light episode because Flatline feels Earthbound to me for some reason, just based on the title. What's the log? Mm-hmm. Does it have a log line yet? Oh, I'm sure it probably does. I don't know how to look that up quickly without uh, killing the interrupting episode. the show. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it sound it sounds it sounds Earthbound. I could be wrong. I'm probably wrong. Um, but and then what's the finale called? Uh, the the two part finale is Dark Water and Death in Heaven. Mm. Yeah, God. you know it's interesting. We're talking about uh, the Doctor uh, making up for past mistakes. It's interesting that Missy is kind of collecting his mistakes. Yeah, people that have. Well, I don't know. I mean, the, was the cop dying the Doctor's mistake? Well, maybe. That'd be cool. I mean, that's a great idea. I hope that's true. She was also she's also too busy for him. So, oh yeah, maybe he's maybe that's where everyone dies. But she's personally <laughs> speaking with people that died under the doctor's watch. Yeah, and she's like, mm-hmm. and the master's like, look at all these souls that you let down. Yeah. God, I hope she's the master so oh! bad. Oh, oh, <laughs> and going along with our our master theory about uh, listen, and that actually being the master, not the doctor. And how Clara's like, oh, you need to be a better person. And the master is like, I want to make you a better doctor. And the doctor is a monster right now. So the uh, so the master is right. collecting all of his mistakes so that he so that the master can just be like, look, look at all your mistakes. Here, I'm going to make you better. I'm going to make you a better doctor. Yeah, I'm going to fix you. Welcome to med school, bitch. <laughs> I would pay good money to hear the master say that to the doctor, (laughs) especially if it's like Missy with her weird like 
t- yeah. twisty, turny posture. Yeah. Um, <laughs> man, yeah. We're, 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 we're cashing checks with this finale, and we have no idea if, like... <laughs> if they're going to pay off. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be really disappointing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Because I think our version is way better than probably what's gonna what we're gonna get, and we're all gonna be sad. I want to kill heaven. Yeah, I want to <laughs> kill heaven. The doctor just gets worse. The TARDIS is like in flames. Uh. <laughs> has has um he is he like under contract for a specific number of episodes? I actually don't know. I know I'm, not sure. has... I'm not sure if they revealed that. I think, well, no, you know what? I, if I remember correctly, I think he's only signing on a year at a time. Okay. Man. Because what if the, like, the death in heaven is his doctor? Like. Oh, maybe. I know it's, I know it's way too early to speculate. Are they, I, is he I, filming the Christmas episode with Nick Frost? I mean, you know, you don't. I, they don't. There's not any pictures or anything. I mean, people are saying that he's there, but that there, there hasn't been any like set pictures or anything. So, mm-hmm. oh, man, I'm. A, so, I mean, we haven't knows. we haven't had a single Doctor season since nine. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I but think wasn't... I think nine is the only single Doctor season. Yes. I mean, unless you count the eighth Doctor, which I do not. Oh. Neither does anyone else. <laughs> the eighth Doctor is uh, a story. <laughs> Sad. Or or a story and, and lots of audio adventures, which is what I like to think. Sure. Um, what if he does just regenerate back in the palm again? <laughs> I wouldn't even question it at this point. <laughs> I know. And then I would just, just be like, yes. And then somehow they get Eccleston and everybody else back to regenerate into them again <laughs> in order to just backtrack. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, anyway, I, I, I think that there's a way to do something really cool with this whole story with the doctor. I'm just, I'm worried because Moffat has never, uh, done the proper thing. He's, he's always done like, he's always disappointed us is what I'm saying. So I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful, but I, I, and I'm optimistic, but I'm also like, Hey, no, he hasn't time of the doctor. I guess eh. that's true. I I eh. did really like Time of the Doctor. <sighs> we were so hopeful, like four weeks ago. I know this is what happens when two questionable episodes happen in a row, and it's not even it's not even that they're they're bad episodes necessarily. They're just questionable. It's just really, just really uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. Did anyone else notice that the? There was only one writing credit, like it was the new writer and not Stephen Moffat yeah. attached to it. Yeah, Moffat doesn't have another writing credit, I think, until the finale. Oh, so did he just give up? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think he I, just stopped halfway through. Yeah, like, oh, I need to write my episode. Oh, You're is, on your own, this, buddy. This is hard. <laughs> oh, doing my job is so hard, uh, Mark. <laughs> yes. Mark, Mark, Mark Gatiss did his job for the back half, only he did it properly and didn't take credit for well, it. Not exactly. I'm not about to put my name on these. I'm just uh, here to help you out. <laughs> Mark Gatiss in my head, his, 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 his default clothes is just his Mycroft costume. <laughs> yeah, that's what I picture. 
I, I mean, I think he just shows up to set. I don't even think he's wearing a costume on that show. Right. So let's, um, let's get filming. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I guess that's killed the moon. We killed the moon, guys. We did it. They killed the moon. I mean. And then there was a new one. Yeah. See? That's what we call a new moon, said the doctor, confusing elementary students everywhere. <laughs> I thought a new moon was when the when the moon dragon comes out and births a new one as it flies into the universe. And the teacher's just like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Can you imagine how many kids went into school and was like, is the moon an egg? <laughs> Miss, is the moon an egg? What? Doctor Who. Doctor Who. <laughs> Uh. Oh, something charming I learned. Uh, I was reading an, uh, an, an issue of Empire Magazine with a feature on Series 8, and um, Peter Capaldi does refer to his character as Doctor Who. Really? Yeah, just like like when, hmm. when talking about it, he's like, yeah, yeah, and, and then Doctor Who does this. That's weird. Maybe maybe it's like Series 8 is just this weird semi-sequel to those movies nobody ever talks about. <laughs> his name is Doctor Who. <laughs> At the at the end at the end of the season, like he, uh, <laughs> the doctor, like <laughs> the doctor regenerates into like this this weird like uh, Tupac hologram of uh, <laughs> of of that doctor of of Grandma Tarkin, and then and then flies back to sixties England, and then when we come back, like he regenerates again <laughs> in series no, he's nine. Just actually Tupac person. first. Yeah. yeah, it's actually Tupac. Oh yeah, Tupac. I said I'll be back. <laughs> it was a time war all along. Oh my god! Oh my. Okay. And then he just regenerates into the real doctor. <laughs> yeah. Like they high five, and I don't know. Moffat. <laughs> <laughs> oh Moffat. <laughs> I'm waiting for him to not renew his contract. That's when I think we're really going to see like a new era for the show. Yeah, absolutely. Wasn't it? Rumored that he goes up at the end of the year. Yeah, but he's he are he's been talking to the press about how he already has ideas for series nine. No. Yeah, I think he wants to beat uh he wants to beat Russell T Davies. He so. already has. Uh, just now, like, just now. No, no, he hasn't. No, he hasn't. Because Russell T Davies did four series uh and five specials. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so 2005 to 2000 <clears throat> Right, Moffat's only done 3 3 series. Um and now now yeah. he's halfway through his fourth. So, he hasn't beat Russell T Davies yet. Why is it always a contest? I don't know. Then You're not wrong. <laughs> I know I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. Um, so I think, I think that's what's going on. Doesn't, Sher- doesn't Sherlock have some females, uh, female writers? No. Oh. No. Sherlock only has three writers. Mark. Yeah. Mark, Mark, Moffat, and Thompson. That's it. The three of them have written every episode. Oh God. Yeah. I saw, I saw this post on Tumblr that, um, it was a picture of, Irene Adler from Sherlock, Madame Kavorian, the banker, and Missy. 
And it's like, oh, yeah, Moffat can definitely write mo- more than one woman. <laughs> Just like evil updo with like the thin face. And the and I was like, oh, that's really funny. Yeah. Moffat apparently has a type. I guess. He has like he has a he has a, a woman, women his own age type. And then he has a young women type. That's so creepy. <laughs> yeah. It's it's did you did you guys listen to that Matthew Weiner episode of The Nerdist? No. Yes, I did. I love that he had no idea that he kept casting the same kind of woman for Don's like affairs. Yeah. But he was the last one to notice. Yeah. That's I'll, fine. I'll just look for a Don type. What what's a Don type? You know, like, you brunette, kind of smoky. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh. Nice. Uh, uh, oh, Moffat. Uh, man, I wish I had more time to just write articles on the internet. <laughs> I've, I've really, no, I'm. Ugh. Uh, that whole Moffat is a feminist thing. Listen, listen okay, <laughs> it's, it's been it's been three weeks since I've read that article, and it's still like rankling. Oh man! And he's like. I have never seen a like an article on the internet talking about River Song and blah 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 blah, and I'm just like, I really want to write this mm. as a rebuttal. Do it, dude. Because I don't know, but uh, we'll pub- I'm just gonna quit my job. We'll publish it on the site. <laughs> oh, yeah. <sighs> we would do that. There's no reason the Doctor's yeah. Companion can't extend into into like the, the into type the text. Yeah. Why not? That'd be cool. Walrus, yes. <laughs> I don't know, and then especially after hashtag last... not my doctor, hashtag not my doctor, not all doctors. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was I was thinking of that last week tonight bit of hashtag not my Christian. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> the Fifty Shades of Grey thing. He drops that about every episode. He references Fifty Grades, Shades of Grey, and he's like, "And I want to remind you to keep using my hashtag, hashtag not my Christian." Uh, John, he should be the doctor. He'd be a great doctor. He would be a great doctor. Uh, he would never ever do it. <laughs> no, so not what he's about. No. Yeah, Colin uh, Colin Ferguson would have been a great doctor too, mm-hmm. but. I think at this point too, he would never do it. What is he doing now that he's out of the late late? Show? I don't know. Retiring? Maybe he'll go back to Scotland. Yeah, that would be a fan, dude. Dude, Amazon, Netflix—that's a show. He goes back to Scotland after like twenty years living in America. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, that's good. Also, let's just have uh, let's just have him be in uh, next year's Christmas special, so that him and uh, Capaldi can hang out. Yeah, <laughs> that would be awesome. I would, I would totally watch a the trip style movie with just Peter Capaldi and Craig Ferguson. <laughs> that would be great. Uh, yeah, because you know they're like best buddies in real life, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Honestly, oh, really? yeah, yeah. They're like they were in a band together. <laughs> oh my god! When they were in their like twenties or teens, and weren't weren't they like weren't, weren't they like a really like androgynous like punk band? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In Scotland? Yeah. yeah. How are they not dead? <laughs> That's a good question. Wow. Answer. They were Peter Capaldi and Craig Ferguson. That's true. Yeah. 
Uh, well, not just any, not like rural Scotland. It was like, it was like oh, Glasgow. Right. Yeah. Glasgow, Glasgow. Glasgow. I don't know how to pronounce English cities and locations very well. I don't know either. I always get it wrong. <laughs> uh, anyway, all right. So we're rambling. Um, Take it away, muse. <laughs> <laughs> If you have thoughts you want to share on Kill the Moon, find the post of this episode on the doctorscompanion.us and leave a comment. Or you can send us an email, tdcpodcast at gmail.com. If you like me and you want to check out the other things I do, uh, go to mindrobber.net. Uh, you can check out the Mind Robbers versus Joss Whedon there. Uh, Matt and I are covering uh, Buffy and Angel currently. Um, the Mind Robbers, which is the flagship podcast where we talk about whatever, and then uh, Not Writing, the podcast I do with Nick, uh, where we talk about, uh, well, we just kind of have a conversation and then things happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, so check those all out. They're also available on iTunes. If you're on Twitter, uh, follow at TDC Podcast so you'll know the second a new episode hits, or follow our personal accounts. I'm at Scott Corelli, Cassandra's uh, at Dark Hearted Rose, and Nick is at Nick M. Jimenez. If you like the show, do us a favor, leave us a review on iTunes. We could use some new ones. Uh, We'll give you a shout out. And of course, most importantly, be our street team. Get out there and tell people about us and that they should be listening. And I guess we'll see you next week with Mummy on the Orient Express. Bye. Bye. Bye.